Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Center's Outdoors is live, rocking to the past. This is how we started the show about the first seven years. Whenever I hear that song on the radio, I automatically get quiet because I know there's no talking right before it. And my wife has asked me questions in a car, and I've actually not answered because I got some sort of Pavlovian response <laughs> to not say anything before. I love it. I love it. I like we're rocking old school. I like that. Well, good. We are having some technical issues with Facebook all morning today, actually. Surprise, surprise. So uh, our, our broadcast has been interrupted like three times. So I don't know. If it's out there, say hello to us so we know you're hearing us. David Wright says good morning. Good. So Morning, David. Part of it's there. I just don't know if that came in before or after this thing went nuts. So <laughs> We shall see. You know, because you pulled it up on the screen and we it was looked like we were looking through a haze. I'm looking at it on my phone. It looks good. It gets interrupted three times. I don't know. It is what it is. Yep. Technological. I ha- speaking of technological. Mm-hmm. You me hold it up the camera over here. This is yeah, that's way cool. And what that is is a a big old deer done on a three D printer by our producer. Is that not cool? This is very cool. I've never I've always heard about three D printers and stuff, but I've never seen the results of one. That is just way cool. Amazing times we live in. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it's fascinating when you think about this was built from nothing and printed, and it's a 3D yeah, just basically plastic like object. A vat of goo that yeah. slowly gets lifted up. That's just way cool. So the official deer of, that's the only deer I saw this year, so good for me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Well, no, I saw some. I could have I I harvested uh, about three deer yesterday. I could have got a few this morning. Yeah, uh, I don't know that the uh, Subaru Outback would be the best, uh, the best choice to harvest these. Best weapon. Yeah, although I think the most effective weapon in harvesting deer over the years, everybody says thirty thirty. Everybody says thirty out six. I'm thinking it's a Ford F one fifty with the headlights on and the horn blowing, because apparently that's a deer magnet and they just jump in front of that thing. Because I've had a lot of friends with F one fifty trucks that just well, I, I can tell you, I'm not driving an F-150, but I am was coming this morning, and uh, it, there were two things that was really weird. Uh, one, I see the deer, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking, I'm watching the deer, and I'm slowing down because, okay, it's a deer. Who knows what the deer's going to do, right? Right. So I'm, I'm, moved, I'm, I'm motoring probably 10, 15, 20 miles an hour through this little section, 
and I get 20 feet from the deer, and it bolts across the... I mean, it's been watching me for like 10 seconds, and it decides it wants to bolt right when I get there. And then the other deer that was with it, you know, because there's mm. always more than one. Right. Um, it just stood there and watched. It didn't move. I went by, and it slowly walked across. And so what I thought of was that line in uh, uh, Colors, the movie from like the 80s mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. Yeah. Do you want to run down there and, and, and score you a cow, or do you want to walk down there and score them all? And I just, I just, that's what came to my mind. is like, huh, the the wise old one and the young one. And and that's the difference. Young one's going to end up dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because if I'd been going any faster, I would have bounced him off the front of my vehicle. It is a Ford. It is a Ford. It was a Ford today. So, that's right. So there you go, folks. If you if you really want to take deer out, get Rock a Ford F-150, you know, hit the horn, horn blaring, headlights on. I guarantee you that's a deer killing machine. I'm blurry right again. How about next time you guys hunting, like you just like take one of the Ford F one fifty like uh, horns as like the uh, deer calls or something like that. It would work. Yeah. It probably so, probably would. No, yeah. I, I think it's this computer. Uh, we've gone blurry and we've gone unblurry, so it just it just depends on the. The other thing, and and I get this call quite often as a commissioner, which I I'm like, okay, you got coyotes. I get it. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're unblurry again. It's gonna be fun today. When I refresh that, it gets unblurry. Ah, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm driving again over this morning to, to pick you up on the way from the studio and I am behind Publix in Hickson and I see this canine running in front of me and if you've ever seen a coyote run they run differently than a dog yes yes they kind of got this weird gallop looking thing and I'm looking I'm like well that's a coyote and the other thing I've noticed, a dog will put its head down and just kind of go on, and a coyote constantly looks back over its shoulder. True. And and so this thing is right, and I'm I'm right there in middle of Hickson, Tennessee, and I, I'm, there's a coyote, and I'm like, yeah, they're everywhere, mm-hmm. and and I don't know why it's like surprise to people. Number one, number two nobody's going to do anything about it unless you do something about it yourself. It's a very good point. Valid. I might have been known to unload and target practice on in my backyard for mm. a coyote. Makes sense to me. He crossed. He was trespassing. I've seen them in my apartment complex. I've seen them running through the parking lot. Yes. I mean, they're everywhere. And, I mean, people need to be aware that, yeah, coyotes are out there. Which means you don't stick your little bitty dog out there and let it go run around your yard without kind of watching it. Especially when at night or in the dark hours of the morning. Well, and the other thing is, is we're, I don't know, what's it called? The neighborhood app or whatever where it's, I think that's what it's called. Wait, you mean like a neighborhood watch sort of thing? No, it's not a neighborhood watch. There's a, there's an app out there. And you can kind of select your neighborhood, and so you get notifications of things that are going on in your neighborhood, ever how you define your neighborhood or ever how they define your neighborhood. And my wife is constantly telling me about, well, there's, you know, coyotes, whatever, here. And I'm like, okay, this is – and I'm, I'm further out in the suburbs. Yes. And I was like, this is why I carry a gun when I walk our dog. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm necessarily worried about our neighbors. It's because I'm worried about the coyotes. And 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 while Gunner sounds mean and you know is sixty five pounds of fur, uh, I don't know how long he would last with a coyote. So I carry a gun because mm-hmm. I will shoot said coyote. Didn't something like that uh, happen earlier, like a uh, like a few months ago? At my place, uh, I think I think you were out with your dog. Yes, 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 yes. I, that time, I actually heard uh, a pack of coyotes howling across the street. So yeah, and, and it was it was very close. So I mean, that's that and bad people. Neither you know, I don't need them either. Well, see, my mind goes someplace different. I guess being a fisherman, I'm a little more. I don't know. I, I've encountered a lot of bear fishing. And by a lot, I mean probably more than 20 or 30 times I've seen bear or, you know, seen something running up the hill. There was a bear, what, hit by a police officer in Red Bank, what, five? Five years ago. About five years ago. There's, folks, there's bear around here. Yeah. And bear eat little dogs, too. Bear eat little dogs. And bear eat people, too, because basically we're big, for lack of a better term, we're meat hot dogs. I mean, we're not that threatening. I mean, unless you got a gun, I mean, what... You know, our claws are not that sharp. Our teeth are not that long. Uh, person versus bear, I'm going with bear. All right, so here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Acquired a Taurus Judge. Nice. That's 45 long cold and 410? Yeah. Okay. So what do you load it up with if you're going hiking or whatever? Hmm. I'd say, if and you can control the chamber on it, I would go 410, like, BB or 410, something good size, not necessarily birdshot, but 410 mm-hmm. BB or B for the first one or two, and then go to 45 long colt. Hmm. So I, it's kind of like staggering a, ma- be a, a magazine. Different. I'd be a little bit different. You're going 45 long colt, all of them? No. Oh. No. Um, but the first ones are going to be 45 long colt. Because in theory, if something is advancing on you, the longer shot should be the first shot. True. So if by the time I get to four tens, they're going to be pretty much on top of you, whatever they are. True. And then I'm gonna I want more. I don't want to aim. I just want to shoot. True. But I went back. See, my first thought was, what do I encounter most when fishing? Snakes. Yeah. And so I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a. I'm going to have a shot load first to, in the event that I come across a snake. Okay. And then, you know, let a couple go if I need to, and then... Well, so let me ask you this. That's a real good question. Why not have six BB-loaded 410s? Because I don't know that it would really stop a bear. Because, I mean, if you're carrying it's it for... It's going to piss him off pretty good. Oh, yeah, it'll piss him off, but I... And, you know, and, and probably yeah, the irritating. No- yeah, and the noise will probably scare him, to be and, honest. And, and it would also... Um, if you're aiming at the head, you got a good shot hitting the eye, which is not going to do him any good. True, true. I like the BBs, or two shot, one or two. Yeah, two either, BBs dot. Yeah, put put one at least put one of those in there for because I'm one of these people. I, I know there's not a lot of I've I've encountered in all my fishing. I've encountered like I think three poisonous snakes in all the years I've been fishing. Ninety-nine point nine nine percent of the snakes I encounter are banded 
water snakes. They're harmless, but they're more, honestly, they are more aggressive than any poisonous, or I'm sorry, venomous uh, species I've ever come across. I've come across a lot of banded water snakes, and they're aggressive. You can kick those out of the way. But there have been a couple of times when I've come across rattlesnakes, and I've come across in West Tennessee a lot of cottonmouths. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having some some sort of rat shot, bird shot, something that's going to spray a little bit more because I'm not that you, – you've seen me shoot. I'm not that accurate. Now, granted, only, you only got to get close with a forty five long colt, but still I'd rather have the the spray. But that's just me. You hit, I mean, even if you hit close with a forty-five long colt, the the what is it? The hydrostatic shock of the general area is going to you know make something leave. So, okay, I think. But yeah, I, I I like the BB idea. But I like those judges though. They are nice. They are nice guns. That's true. And uh, it's like the carjack special band. Anti-Karjakistan. Anti, anti I'm telling you what, right now, that, that'll take care of some major problems real quick. You got it. All right. We'll be right back. Tony Center's Outdoors. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. You're a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, hanging with you this beautiful Saturday morning. Now, just for those that live in the Chattanooga area, rain's not supposed to be here to 9 o'clock in the morning. Don't believe it. It rained on us coming in. Mm-hmm. Same. So, obviously, the forecasters are wrong again. Again. Are you surprised? No. I am not. 
I know it's not an exact science, but come on, fellas, we we're it's 2020. We should be a lot closer than we are right now. <laughs> I agree. All right, now I'm gonna do something I hadn't really done in a while. <laughs> okay, like change the direction of the show on the fly. Yeah, yeah. You never do that. You just never throw me a curveball, and I'm scrambling to find out information on something. No, well, this is actually something that's been on your mind. Okay, what the heck is going on in Virginia on gun issues? Oh. My. God, it's crazy. Uh, what I can tell you is that there was, I did see a note, and I'll have to find the documentation. I'll mm-hmm. be more than happy to find it. Uh, they've declared the capital a area without guns because, quote, the government fears insurrection. As, I mean, they should? I mean, Yeah, like... maybe. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. We and 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 I'm I'm gonna ask a serious question. And I did. I, I'll let you know. I asked you a question, then I did some research and found out some more information. You asked me a question about what the Tennessee Constitution. And, okay. And uh, guns are in the Tennessee Constitution. Okay. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I do not get political on this show very much. Okay. I just don't do it. Uh, it's the two hours of my life where politics is where I try to just stay out of it. Unless it is outdoor-related, gun-related, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what to say. And, 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 I, and I don't want to turn, I'm not going to turn this into political. I, just, I won't. I'll stop it before we do. But I don't know what you can say other than the House and the Senate in Virginia flipped parties. And within weeks, actually within days of the actual election, before anybody was sworn in, pre-bills were signed or were filed to do all kinds of really restrictive gun laws. Borderline unconstitutional. Well, and, and, and I don't disagree with that, all right? Uh, but I'm not a constitutional scholar, so I would love to have one in here right now. But the things, I, I mean, here's some of the things they, they've done or said they were going to do or have filed. This is this is not speculation. They've filed them. They're going to make it where you cannot sell a gun to anybody without doing a background check. They're going to ban assault rifles. Here we go again. Whatever the hell an assault rifle is, which nobody can define. They look scary. Is, anything is, that's big, anything scary. that's black and scary like yeah, basically. that. Yeah. All right. So that's what they're going to do. But now they're going to grandfather the ones that you have in, which means I have to register register them with the state. Think about this. Register. How far is taking from you from registering this gun? A frog hair. It's very close. Uh, and 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 I don't remember because Georgia's passing or not passing, introducing some really stupid stuff. I don't think you have to worry about them in Georgia, based on the political landscape. Virginia, you do. This stuff is real. Mm-hmm. Um, the I mean, it was the only thing I think they were going to exempt from the transfer rules is immediate family transfer. But if I want, and, and 
and, and again, I don't remember which state this was because there's been a couple of Missouri is actually another state that has done this. As and, and, and I posted, you know, you guys who are gun people, hunting people, these are not just simple gun deals. This is not a gun issue. This is, matter of fact, the Georgia ones have some stuff that's going to actually restrict semi-automatics hunting and rifles and shotguns. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's what most everybody uses in the duck blind last time I checked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this has gotten nuts, but Virginia's gotten just stupid. I agree, and they've gone kind of off the deep end in the fact that there was one, if I'm, I'm trying to remember what specifically it was, they were talking about over-regulation of indoor gun ranges and... Uh, oh, yeah. You can, they were going to no longer allow any indoor gun range that was not owned by the government. Correct. So think about that. Mm-hmm. If it's not owned by the government, now do you think the government's going to let me, Joe Public, go in there and use their gun range? Oh heck no. Nope. It it has gotten out of hand, and I've got I've got a couple of thoughts on that. The first thing I thought was, well, what do we have here in Tennessee? And so I, not being a native, but being a resident of Tennessee for many many years, I looked up the Tennessee Constitution. Article 26 of the Tennessee Constitution states that citizens of this state shall have a right to keep and bear arms for the common defense, but the legislature shall have power by law to regulate the wearing of arms with a view towards crime prevention. So it, it states our ability to keep and bear arms. The second thing I thought of is we as a gun community, and I just had this thought, and, you know, if you want to call in 267-1023 and tell me if I'm wrong or not, we as a gun community need to come together. The hunters, we like our bolt-action rifles. They're not scary. They're wood, so they're not scary. But the the hunters don't really, uh, there's word, we, we don't hang out with the, the tactical guys, the guys who do all the tactical stuff. And they don't hang out with the three-gun guys who do it as a sport. And then they don't hang out with the guys who are collectors, the guys who collect guns and, you know, just polish and clean them and stuff like that. We all, as a group, need to come together because we're all gun owners, but we kind of separate ourselves into different camps. It's kind of like fishing. You know, you got your guys who are bass guys. you got your guys who are crappie guys. You're all using the same resource of the lake, so you all need to come together in when it comes time to fight battles such as silver carp. But when it comes to battles as far as the Second Amendment, the the hunters need to get with the tactical guys. The tactical guys need to get with the three-gun guys. The three-gun guys need to get with everybody else, and we all need to speak with a unified voice. Because last time I read the Constitution of the United States, it says that we have the right to keep and bear arms, and that shall not be infringed. I took that not as a suggestion but as a directive as a good citizen. Right. So that's where I'm at on that. They have gone they've gone totally nuts in Virginia. They have they have they've way overstepped their power and the problem is and correct me if I'm wrong on this. They're going to come up with these laws. They'll be brought up the lawsuits will be filed, but these lawsuits will be 5 to 7 years down the road before the Supreme Court if they choose to hear them 
will even look at these. And so in the meantime, they have trampled on the Second Amendment. And once they get a foothold to trample, they'll keep trampling because we can only file so many lawsuits and the Supreme Court can only hear so many cases. Well, there is some uh, one piece of good news about uh, Virginia, and that's I believe it's the sheriff's office actually came out and said that they were not going to honor those laws. Well, the only problem with that, I heard that too, is that they're talking about um, the legislature has also said that any sheriff who does not uphold the state laws will be then considered in violation because it is their in their job to uphold the constitution and laws of the state of in of which they were elected. And the other thing that I saw coming out of Virginia, which I thought was really, really weird, was uh, they're talking about the gun issue being a safe. They're coming at it from a safety aspect. So you got a question. You, you kind of got to question that. So, I mean, teach their own, but I don't know. All right, we're going to go pay the bill, too, and we'll be right back on Tony Sanders Outdoor. Campfires are burning, we're gathered round in chairs. Three generations of hunting in our veins. Talking about what might happen on open. Horses Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors coming to the phone to State Senator Mike Bell. And for those of you watching on Facebook, it's just gone kaput. So call, what's his name, Mark Zuckerberg and complain because I don't know what's going on. I've started it again and it's not working or maybe it is. Anyway, so check it out. Facebook, I tried. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning. How are y'all? Doing well, sir. How about yourself? I'm I'm doing fine, and before we um, before we start talking about what's going on in Virginia, I am getting to go um, uh, hunting Monday for something I'm I've never hunted before. Now I'm 56 years old, and I I like Tony, like you, I've got to experience hunting a lot of different things. But I'm been invited to a, a friend of mine's farm in Henry County. He's got about 2,000 acres, and it's it's got some areas that are low and swampy, and it's full of cane cutter rabbits. And we're going cane cutter rabbit hunting Monday. You're going rabbit hunting? Yes, for the big cane cutters. Wow. <laughs> so, and, you're, and you're going to Henry um, County. Good for you. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I've, I've seen pictures of those rabbits. You know, they're about right. three times the size of a cottontail. Right. And and uh, um, I'm I'm excited about doing it. That's awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Um, 
and listen to y'all talk about Virginia. It's uh, it's interesting to watch what's going on, and, and I'll tell you, this is a lesson for all those who of us who defend the current electoral college system. Now, what does that have anything to do with Virginia? You look at the sanctuary county movement in Virginia, it right. covers about 85% of Virginia. Yes. But what's the, pro- the problem in Virginia is the population now is dominated by the suburbs of Washington, D.C. Right. And so you've got the suburbs of Washington, D.C. controlling the legislature now and controlling about 85% of the geography of Virginia. And it's exactly why we don't need to get rid of the Electoral College at the, at the federal level because what's going to continue to happen, people are continuing to move into cities and the suburbs. And, and as we go forward, even more so, the right and left coasts of the country are going to start dominating us, uh, the, those of us that live in the flyover, flyover areas. They're going to dominate us even more so from a population standpoint. And, um, you know, the Electoral College is the only thing that's going to stand between us and those uh, highly populated um, East Coast cities and West Coast cities from completely dominating us politically. Oh, yeah. And and, and actually, I think it's probably more than whatever you said, 85, 90 percent. Yeah, uh, it's 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 high. And and I'm uh, I'm, you know, <laughs> If I I don't know what I'd do if I lived in Virginia right now. In fact, my son-in-law and daughter live just outside of Lynchburg, and he's got some of these guns that right. that uh, the liberals have identified as being dangerous guns. And you know, Tony, I've been telling people for for uh, for years. I said, just wait till a um, a bad guy. Wait till somebody who's intent on doing harm realizes what a uh, a twelve gauge pump or twelve gauge semi-automatic loaded with five rounds of buckshot will do in a crowded area. And it's and Absolutely. just like that that was the gun that the shooter used in the church in Texas. Yes. That if it hadn't been uh for a, 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 a an armed, well trained person uh in that um in that congregation that morning, there would have been a lot more people dead. Oh and absolutely. It, that was a a semi automatic shotgun. And I've never in my life Mike seen a state flip this hard. I mean, it. I, I was reading an article last night. They were filing pre-bills within days of the election. Right. Um, yeah. And 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 I think I think two things, Mike. You and I have always, I think, been somewhat on the same page. Um, you may not like politics, but politics is involved in your life, and you got to get involved. And sportsmen's have a really hard time doing politics. They just don't do it. You're, you're, you're right. You know, there's a few groups up there that ad, advocate. I mean, Tony, I know uh, you're very involved in the in the Friends of the NRA dinner, uh, which is which is um, uh, is a separate wing from the NRA's political wing. But the NRA does a great job. Um, Keeping keeping us informed and keeping us uh, help keeping those that are not familiar with the gun ed- issues educated on gun issues. You've got a couple other groups up there, but the uh, I'll tell you the Moms Demand Action Group, the Bloomberg funded group, uh, they were up there more last year than any advocacy group I saw. Period. Uh, they were. No, I'm not talking about just guns. 
I'm talking about across the board. They were working the hallways. They were working the committee rooms. And they'll be up there again this year. Now, Tennessee legislature, we're not going to pass any of these bad bills at all. They're, they're going to die. I know the House, the first committee they had to go to in the House uh, is, is controlled by some you know, hardcore uh, conservative um, legislators who had never let anything pass. The first bill any gun's got to get through in the Senate side, the committee that I chair, the Judiciary Committee, will not pass anything out of there uh, that, that's going to infringe on gun owner rights. But these ad- advocacy groups are up there working the legislators. Right. Uh, and, and, Mike, all it's going to take, though, is the change of the makeup of the people in the House and the Senate and then we could have the same problems that Virginia's got, in theory. Well, absolutely. In theory. Well, absolutely. Well, what about the uh, – Senator, since you've got the state government behind you, I just uh, – before you came on, I read Article 26 of the Tennessee State Constitution, which guarantees us the right to keep and bear arms. Right. It, it does. And as you – when you read it, you know, with the – uh, um, the only the only caveat that our constitution allows us is to regulate the wearing of arms when it's when we believe it has an impact on crime. But it, that doesn't even include uh, any kind of gun sales. I mean, you look at all these other issues that people file bills on. Uh, according to Tennessee Constitution, they're outside of our constitutional authority. That, we can right. regulate the wearing of arms, period. And uh, and I want to do that as little as possible. But that is permitted under the Tennessee Constitution. Right, but only in that uh, – that's kind of where I was yep. going. You and I are on the same page. That's kind of where I was going. It, it, it's a very limited scope. Very, very limited scope. And, uh, um, and, and even at that, it doesn't say you have to. It just says we can. And, and so far, we've chosen – the state's chosen to with the permit system. Now, I do think um, here in the next year or two, I, I know there's talk about having a, a good constitutional carry bill. And uh, 17 states allow it, and I think we'll be coming up with one here in Tennessee uh, here in the next year or two that, that we can uh, move forward and, and, and remove that prohibition uh, for people to carry. Sure. Mike, so it's, it's something we're, we're working on. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to go to break. I want you to call back in, uh, if you can, next week. I'd love to hear about your rabbit hunt. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to get to go. I'd say uh, Monday, since it's a federal holiday, and we're going to see if we can uh, get some of those big cane cutter rabbits, which we have very few of them. I think there's one small population down on the Conestoga River right. uh, in southeast Bradley County, and that's about it around here. I I would love to, to hear how those, uh, how those rabbits uh, hunt and how they taste, too. Okay. All right. Mike, thank you so much. This morning. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Senator Mike Bell. Uh, always well informed on what's happening in the state of Tennessee. That's because uh, he's a sportsman. And as everywhere else. So appreciate him calling in. Mm-hmm. All right. Tony Sanders Outdoors. I'll be right back. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of 
your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Baby Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Wrapping up the first hour, only got a few minutes left. Going to hit the outdoor calendar for everybody. Coming up on this today and tomorrow is the 29th annual Sandhill Crane Festival. It's going to be at the Hiawassee Refuge from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Lots there are of, no cranes. There are no cranes. Don't bother going to it. Just kidding. Please go out there, have fun, watch the Raptor Show, look at the local vendors, eat a lot of food, have fun. That's going on this weekend from 8 to 5 up in Birchwood. On the 1st, the Bayside Wild Dead. Darn it. The Bayside, Wild Baptist. Come on, just say it. Just the go Wild on. Baptist at it's Bayside. Now. Uh, it's in my brain. The 1st, February, Bayside Baptist, Wild Game Dinner. Jeff Danker, Real Tree Buck Adventures TV on the 8th of February. Said, just read what you've written. You I find. did. Silverdale Wild Game Dinner. Silver, the Wild Baptist in Silverdale. At Silverdale Baptist Church. Their speaker is going to be Jimmy Houston. Uh, February 15th, Out and About with Trout at Lake Junior with Trout Unlimited starts at 9 a.m. And Green Wing Youth Event out at Covey Creek Farms on the 14th of March. Hey, we're back up on Facebook, and it sucks. Mark Zuckerberg sucks. I don't know what's going on. Just deal with it. Just sucks Sorry. Suck. Just It just sucks. It's a conspiracy against it's, Tony Sanders. I mean, it's, it's, I don't, again, uh, I don't know what the deal is, but good Lord, it's, uh, it's bad. So, mm. All right, we're done for the first hour. And uh, we'll go from there. Tony Sanders Outdoors, see you in just a moment. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We're up on the book of face. For the moment. For the moment. Sorry about that. It sucked today. And I like uh, Beaverman said. Let's see if I can find it here. Please elaborate on the succosity of the book of face. The suckosity. Okay. Suck-osity. Hey, I'm going to go to our friend and roving reporter, truck driver Dave. Good morning, David. Calling from the big city, bright lights of Villarica, Georgia. Where? <laughs> Villarica, Georgia. Where is that? <laughs> oh, it's about 30, 40 miles west on I 20 from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Is that a real city bright lights? That sounds like it. Do do they even Mm -hmm. have lights? (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Do they even have lights? Oh, yeah, they got power occasionally. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. They got the one Uh, Listen, listen, I I want to thank Mr. Bell. Um, 
I've been stewing over this electoral college subject for days since this has gone on up there in Virginia. People just, I mean, if we didn't have it in federal elections, the East Coast and the West Coast and Chicago, we'd have Joseph Stalin as our president. I mean, people just don't realize the damage it could do without electoral college. And they whine and moan if their winner doesn't win because of electoral college. But golly, bum, it's just crazy. People need to really think about these things. But I don't suppose they do. So I don't know what to do about well, it. We just it, try to educate them, I guess. And he, he's got – it's a very valid point he made that you can watch what's happening in Virginia and just use that as a, a, a micro uh, look at what would happen in the United States. You've got one or two counties up there that are for all this, and the rest of them are not. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you know, one argument they should – people should think about and this governor up there of course i think he's a moron everybody's titled their own opinion but um he's got you know, he's going to declare that a weapon free zone for a few days and i'm just wondering do people not realize that he is surrounded with people with weapons and nobody can get to him because of weapons and you know joe sixpacks that lives out on the side of the mountain it's got a 911 and he calls and the sheriff takes 40 minutes to get there, nothing against the you know, the counties and the sure. rural areas, but they don't have cars sitting in your driveway. This guy does. He lives in the governor's mansion. He, de- he doesn't have to worry about defending his home or his wife and his kids. And I don't know. It just it makes me crazy. Uh, I don't know. Just You know how it is. It just makes people like you and I and Rob and others just nuts thinking about these things that people just don't realize what's going on in this country. And, and they just, I don't know. Don't know what else to say about it, except it's just very irritating. And, Rob, if you've got just a minute, I'll throw this in. Um, I don't don't have access to be looking at it right now, but I read an article yesterday. You know, he you spoke about, uh, you know, this could happen to us. You know, we need to watch who gets in office and the changes can be made over time. Um, Florida just had four Republicans vote for a crazy gun bill, and, I mean, it's got to be – if I sell Tony Sanders a used shotgun, I've got to have photo ID, got to have it signed and notarized in front of a notary and a bill of sale, and now they're, they're wanting to get a three-day waiting period, and they've got three Republicans are back in this bill in Florida. Right. So, you know, it's just, it's scary. We don't, you know, you don't know where to turn anymore because we don't, you know, you don't know who you're electing until they get in there, and God only knows what they'll do once they get there. Well, when but I run, anyway, when I'll I run for box and let y'all <laughs> David, when when I, I run for, for hours, if y'all'd like, <laughs> when I uh, when I run for emperor, you know, you'll know what you're getting with me. That's for sure. <laughs> there you go. And listen, Rob, I may see you later on today. I should get finished in time to run by and watch you tie a fly. Sounds great, buddy. Look right. forward well, to listen, seeing you, man. Guys, I'll let, uh, pardon me. Look forward to seeing you, sir. All right, bud. Take care, and I'll talk to you guys next week and talk to you probably today, Rob. All right, sir. Thank you, Dave. All right, see you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. He's got a point. The hypocrisy of a lot of these people who are in power making the laws, they have personal security and personal details, and I've noticed a lot of the anti-gun celebrities Uh surround themselves with details of very large guys who – with sunglasses and guns? Sunglasses and guns, yeah. So the, the, the hypocrisy is not lost. I mean, it, it's a very good point. It's those who have and those who don't. And You're just like a man. You're surrounded with guys with sunglasses and guns and very large guys. 
Where? Right now. True, true. You're a large guy. You got some sunglasses, and I'm pretty sure you got a gun. I'm Well, no, let me rephrase that. You're awake, aren't you? Yes. Then you got a gun. All right, so I'm feel safe. You, you feel like you're a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll just get up on my soapbox and preach on on all the ills that I think, and there's no consequences to what I say because I have armed security. I like this idea. I could become a politician. You could. And when I become the kind, benevolent leader, you know, the Second Amendment is going to apply to everybody equally. But that's just vote for, vote Rob 2020. You know. Rob 2020. Pritula, the name you can't pronounce. That's going to be my platform. Amendment 2A. All people must carry something that would, you know, fit into two. That's okay. the law. Okay. I'm with you on that. I'd, I'd hey. I always said if I ever ran for office, I was going to get political sign. Pritula, the name you can't pronounce. Vote for me. <laughs> I don't know that that's a good winning strategy. Yeah. Conservative libertarian, do you think that'd go? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. What else we got here? Uh, well, you want me to throw you a curveball? Or yeah, go ahead. Where do you want to go? Uh, actually, I saw this one. This one was of kind of importance to me. Uh, the Skagit River in Washington, uh-huh. they have a catch-and-release season there. That has been stopped. Uh, the Skagit Basin Fisheries Manager of the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife announced today that the Skagit Steelhead catch-and-release fishery will not open this year. So if you're headed to Washington State do some steelhead fishing, it is now closed. And this is unprecedented because they said that only about 3,963 adult salmon are expected to return from Puget Sound. And this is significantly down from years in the past. So most of the steelhead that are returning are four or five years old to spawn. The steelheads do go up. They spawn and they do go back out there, unlike salmon, which die. But uh, this... This fishery is not looking good right now. and Is it just low water? Uh, low water and low numbers of fish. People have been, uh, apparently they've been catching a lot of the steelhead in the ocean, um, and there's not a good population to return, so they're, do, they're practicing some management to make sure that there is another spawning run. So, Hey, Beaver Man. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. And the uh, rapidly... Diminishing Professor Rob. Good morning, sir. How are you? Fine. We're um, we're we're diet buddies. Rob and the wagon burner and myself and Doctor Green is our our coach and me- mental advisor. Yep. And so we're all looking forward to our pizza cheat day at some point. Well, we're going to cheat. Before, we're going to cheat before you because he and I are going out on uh, February first. I think you're going to be gone, so he and I are going to cheat on the first February. But uh, well, as I said last night, I I went totally vegetarian yesterday and didn't mean to, but uh, it it was kind of interesting. Veganism I, I is a cult. I, I really overtake your brain. Next thing you know, you're going to be spouting out of, I need nut milk. I need. I can't put that in my coffee. Yeah, you're, it, don't go there, man. No, it's I'm not. Dangerous. I, I was just being a good Catholic on a Friday. I didn't have any meat. Well, okay, we'll, we'll let it slide. All That's right. the only day of the week he's be a good Catholic. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. I can't argue with that one. True. I, I'm not, <laughs> true. 
Right on. Well, hey, gentlemen, um, deer season's over. Yes. I I don't even remember what duck season is all about. It's not about hunting this year. It's about something else. Well, Well, I tell you, it's about my, um, you know, buying a $25 duck stamp and my duck, my shotgun for duck hunting is sitting in the exact same spot it has sat for about the last three years. Yeah, well, it's Sandhill Cranes looks like it pretty bad, too. It's just, there are no cranes. It's been too warm. So, just just to keep things fair, can we blame all of these problems on the um, Democratic National Committee? No, 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 it's Trump's Trump's fault. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's all Trump. It's all Trump. It's all him. Climate change. It is. Okay. Well, I just... You know, just trying to keep it fair and balanced. I understand. I appreciate that. So, That's hey, I did want to ask um, Senator Carter and offer a suggestion, i.e. A, a request. Senator who? Wasn't Mike Carter in there? No, 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 Mike no, Bell. Bell. Senator my, Bell. My bad, my bad, my bad. Sorry. Senator Bell. Yeah. The, um, a request to uh, propose a bill. To the state legislator, I suggested the exact same thing to our friend Chuck Fleischman, face to face at the Acropolis restaurant. Okay, that is that every elected official must pass a 100 question eighth grade level civics exam before they they can get their paycheck. In other words, you need to you need to know what the Constitution is. You need to pass with at least seventy five percent before you start getting your paycheck. Yeah, you can keep taking the test if you fail, but maybe you'll need to study in between the times that you can take it. If you don't get your paycheck until you know what is in the Constitution, you mean like the three branches of government and. Checks and balances. Yeah, and, and, and the, yeah, maybe the first ten amendments to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Okay, just basic things. Yeah. You mean things that that everybody who passes the citizenship test, they come here um, to become U.S. citizens. Things they have to know. Yeah, or the things that y- you had to know in the eighth grade to move to the ninth grade which is civics, the Constitution, how the government is supposed to operate. Sure, I'm all in. Well, if that law was passed, I'm sure we would have a surplus in state budget because a lot of these senators wouldn't be getting paid. State or I mean, federal? I don't know. I, I feel like... Both. I feel like just like in ninth grade, there'd be like a lot of them that'd just be cheating. You know, like just have it written on their hand or well, something Of course like that. they would cheat, especially <laughs> if they're Democrats. All right, all right. This is what I said. I wasn't going to turn this into a political show. I'm sorry, it slipped. <laughs> really, I, it just slipped out. I understand. We're we're going to go to a commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk outdoors. Hey, let's go to Lake Junior. You want to? I'm ready. It'll be fun. All right, sounds good. We can take we can take our Tinkaras, and it'll be fun. There you go. We're on our way. <laughs> we'll be right back. Thank you, gentlemen. See you. I'll say we hold. 
Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Sports' Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors with this Saturday morning. Harvest reporting? We have a harvest sport statewide this week. There's still deer being hunting being going on. Yep. The youth have been out. So this week, 134,760 deer were taken in the state of Tennessee. Hamilton County had 1,845. Bledsoe, 939. Bradley, 995. Grundy, 949. Marion, 1,698. McMinn, 1,498. Meggs, 1,141. Monroe, 823. Polk, 263. Ray, 1,622. And Sequatchie, 624. Uh, We're off from last year, this time last year, by statewide, 13,325. But from last year, Hamilton County is up 120. Uh, the numbers are 120, 75, 97, 108. The only county who is down from last year is Monroe. They're off 10 from this time last year. Everybody else is up at least double digits. So well done, Tony Sanders, uh, representative area. There you go. 
my county. See, I influenced the, the, the harvest is up. Yep. Now, the weekly increase for Hamilton County last week to this week was only five, but it's the youth, so the youth are out. So They're in school. Good, good job, youth. Now, let's speak about crane harvest. Uh, I can pull that. Give me a minute, and I will. Do we really have it? Uh, I think I think so. Give me a moment, and I will find out. It can't be much. I will find out if well, I, hopefully. I just I was I was just kind of talking in general. I didn't really expect you to have the. Well, see, this is numbers. this is why you pay me the big the big bucks. All right, deer harvest, bear harvest. You were saying game, game check in by map. Sandhill crane. Yeah. View report. Bear with me. I will. I will have those numbers here shortly. Yeah, I'm just. I'm enjoying watching you struggle, and I'm really. Okay, fair enough. Not, not wasn't that wasn't my plan. Okay, total uh, according to the state uh, website right now is blank. See, there are no cranes. I know it's not blank because I know I know three buddies that they got three. Let me try that each. again. I changed the parameters, and it's still blank. So apparently the state has not updated their Sandhill Crane numbers. So get on it, TWRA. I need those numbers. I get put on the spot. I need those numbers, darn it. <laughs> darn you, TWRA. Uh, call your commissioner. Yeah, he ain't going to listen. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right. Uh, where were we going? I don't know where I got. Let's what? do the, let's let's do the wild outdoor story. The one. Okay. Uh, All right. Why why this is outdoors? Well, you tell the head. Well, it's actually it's actually indoors, okay. but but it it does have an outdoor connotation. A woman in Florida allegedly tried to detonate a nail bomb inside Walmart. So why is this in the outdoor show? Well, authorities in Florida say a woman was caught attempting to make a nail bomb with materials inside a Walmart Saturday. Emily Stallard, 37, was spotted by a security guard roaming the aisles of Walmart in Tampa Bay on Saturday evening. After watching Stallard open unpaid items, including, including flammable materials, projectiles, and matches, a security guard called the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office and notified, here you go, an off-duty Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission officer who was in the store. So you got a wildlife officer who's doing his grocery shopping or shopping for some stuff, maybe a DVD or something. He's in the store wearing his uniform. And it says it was off-duty. Uh, well, it was off-duty. Uh, an, arrest, uh, an arrest reported by the station says the woman uh, filled a mason jar with fuel, uh, denatured alcohol, and nails. She then attempted to light the bomb with her shoelace as a wick before the off-duty Florida wildlife officer and a security guard stopped her. So, are you really off duty if you're if you're if you're a fishing game official? Are you really ever off duty, or are you going to be stopping crazy people at the Walmart? Well, I think he, you know he's not expecting to have wildlife issues come up at the Walmart. Yeah, but that just proves, just like any other commissioned officer, wildlife officers are police officers, mm-hmm. and he did his job. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Good for him. So she faces multiple charges, including attempted arson, firebombing, and contributing to the delinquency of a minor and child abuse and battery on an officer. I was honestly expecting that story to go somewhere else. Like, the reason why it was outdoors is because it was in the outdoor section. 
it might have been. Well, I mean, if you need, well, I guess I don't know where all that stuff would be. Uh, what does she have? Filled with fuel. I'm assuming that's denatured alcohol. I said, yeah, denatured alcohol. I'm assuming fuel would be like Coleman fuel. So she might have been in the camping section. You don't think the denatured alcohol was the fuel? Alcohol burns. Yeah, I I got the concept. Of, yeah, well, actually, the vapors burn if we really want to get into it. If you really we don't, want, okay. <laughs> so we, we don't want to make me look bad. Just no, I'm just saying it. it says a jar with fuel, comma, denatured alcohol, and nails. I'm well, assuming there's three different components. Okay. okay, so it sounds like it's both denatured alcohol and then they have a separate uh, fuel along with that. Okay. We'll see. I don't know. It probably wouldn't have gone off. It would probably would have flashed. I don't know that it would have caused a, a detonation because all that stuff is flammable, not combustible. All right. So are we through with grammar hour and the science portion? Sure. Why not? Portion? Okay. Let's go pay a bill and come back and talk outdoors. How's that? Sounds good. Tony Sanders outdoors in grammar and educate in whatever else we're doing here. <laughs> Politics. I mean, it's yeah. We lost the control of the show a long time. This ago. was not going the way I expected. Uh, but anyway, it is what it is. Coming back, we'll talk about the Sand Hill Crane Festival and uh, a few other things in the outdoors. Uh, new CWD counties. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, three more. And then uh, there's a couple of other outdoor news. So we'll be right back. Three generations of hunting in our veins Talking about what might happen on opening Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, Whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, hanging with you this Saturday morning. You know, we had uh, we had a deal happen where uh, Cabela's closed down unexpectedly, kind of out of the blue. Well, whatever. But anyway, uh, and it was so funny. My phone started blowing. Hey, Cabela's is closing, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what I bought at Cabela's? Mm. Fudge for my wife. No, you also bought some of those the roasted nuts they roasted, had one. Yeah, roasted. Because I got I was you you got the cinnamon ones and we're driving home and I'm sneezing the whole time and that's the only reason I remember you bought the nuts. <laughs> you said these are good. You want some? I'm <laughs> no, I'm good. Thanks, Tony. Oh shoot, they're cinnamon. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Okay. So uh, anyway, so yeah, they closed down. Uh, you know, Bass Pro bought them. Somebody, the article I read said three years ago. I thought it was more like two and a half years, yeah. two years ago. Anyway, but it may have been anyway they closed down. 
uh, they they shut it down. And you know the big thing is, it Sportsman's been here fourteen years. They've been on a sponsor of the show for thirteen years. I really don't go anywhere else. I mean, uh, I go to Sportsman's. I have gone to Sportsman's because they got everything I need. They got better people from a knowledge standpoint. Mm-hmm. Prices are, are better. I mean. I don't know. It's never been that big of a deal to me. No, no. But uh, so yeah, they closed down. Then okay, <laughs> I'll and just, I'll just have to order my food somewhere else. <laughs> there you go. I, I, mean, I, just, I, I mean, I mean, it was so funny because I mean, it kind of out of the clear blue, which kind of how they came here. They kind of came out of the clear blue, and then they went away out of the clear blue. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and I've said this before, and I'm gonna say it again. Um. The reason those other stores mean very little to me is this. They do zero to help our community from the standpoint of the conservation groups. You're correct. Period. End of story. Sportsman's handles all the guns for all of them. Mm-hmm. All of them. Um, the, there's no committee to go through when, when you ask for their help. The the store manager Carl makes the decisions. I mean, he's got parameters he has to work with. They all do, but I mean, there's no this. You don't have to submit it 40 days in advance pre with triplicate. I'm just, it just you don't. They take care of the people here locally, the communities, the DU event for kids, sponsored by Sportsman's Warehouse. Uh, name a conservation group in Chattanooga that Sportsman's Warehouse is not involved with their sponsor. Name one. I can't. Exactly. Wild game dinners. We've got two wild game dinners coming up. Uh, Silverdale and Bayside. Huge. 2,000 people events. Who's going to be there with guns and everything else? Sportsman's, Sportsman's Warehouse. Warehouse. It just is what they do. So, uh, yeah, okay, they're gone. I'm sorry. I have friends there. And, and, and you know, now they're working somewhere else. But mm-hmm. uh, it just is from a, from a out affecting my life. It has zero effect other than I have to buy fudge somewhere else. True, I, but you know, fudge is okay. It wasn't you know to die for. You can go to someplace else and get fudge. Uh, hey, Sportsman's Warehouse could start carrying fudge. They carry lots of that beef jerky, though. I can tell you that. My wife loves uh, the. There's a buffalo beef jerky there that she absolutely will eat a whole bag of so just got a message from david that he had to switch to i heart from the book of face at 615 because it sucks <laughs> so i'm done there you go all right sandhill crane festival the 29th annual sandhill crane festival is set for january 18th and 19th the TWA is the primary sponsor for this and there will be a lot of their staff members and volunteers there as well uh, beginning in, I didn't know this, beginning in the 1990s, the recovering population of eastern sandhill cranes began stopping at the Hiawassee Refuge on their w- way to and from their winter hunting grounds, or wintering grounds in Georgia and Florida. TWA has been managing the refuge for more than 60 years for waterfowl, and it provided sandhill cranes with a combination of feeding and shallow water roosting habitat. So now thousands of birds, most years except for this year, Spend their entire winter at the confluence of the Hawaii and Hawaii, Hawassi and Tennessee rivers. <laughs> they're in Hawaii. Yeah, well, yeah, that well, they're they flew from Hawaii to get here. Uh, if you want to park, uh, free bus service 
will be available at the Birchwood community. There is no parking at the refuge except for uh, handicap parking, right. I think. So go That's over to uh, Birchwood. There is no, according to the press release, there is no parking available at the refuge. And the sh- final shuttle will leave at 4 p.m. each day. There's going to be lots of vendors, and you can buy breakfast starting at 7 a.m., which is in about, oh, 12 minutes. Lunch will be available at the cafeteria throughout the day, so check it out up while you're up there. They're going to have a children's arts and crafts booth and lots of other things. The International Crane Foundation mascot, Hope, will be joining the TWA this year at the festival. And they also have the American Eagle Foundation. And if you haven't seen this, it is awesome. The American Eagle Foundation will be presenting its always popular live raptor show each day with times at 2 p.m. and 1 p.m. on Sunday. So they also have uh, a lot of other programs available, live music. It's a it's a great time. I just hope they have some birds. I really do. Yeah, I hope they have some birds for people to see because it, the numbers have just been low this year. Are you going up? Uh, not today. I might go up tomorrow. I actually might head up there tomorrow. So be a little rainy today. We uh be a little rainy. So, but it's always a fun time up there at that event. They've they've got. A I lot love going. I love the raptor stuff. Oh gosh, yeah, that's that's a, an interesting thing. What most people don't realize, though, is uh, seeing a couple of raptor shows, when they pick up an owl, owl's feathers don't make noise. Like when you hear a bird flapping, it goes, eagles, hawks, everybody, their wings make noise. When you do that to an owl, they don't make noise. Their feathers are so soft that they can flap their wings and there's no, you can't hear it. That's why they're incredible hunters. Exactly, exactly. That and their binocular vision up front, so... There you go. There you go. There's your educational portion of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hey, Buffalo Ridge. If you've never been to Buffalo Ridge, it's really a, a cool place. Um, it is an unbelievable facility that uh, TWRA owns. It's in Humphreys County, uh, but they're having a youth squirrel hunt at Buffalo Ridge uh, on February 15th. No cost to participate. It's open for youths 6 to 16. Um, they also do a, man, they do all kinds of stuff there. Buffalo Ridge is real cool. We had a commission meeting there, and it was the first time I'd ever been there. It was, it was unbelievable, uh, how, how neat this place was. This is where I shot the Barrett's thousand yards. Nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, but they have a river that runs through it, and it's just, it's really kind of cool. So if, if you happen to be over there, I mean, it's, 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 it's a hall. Don't get me wrong. I understand. But uh, there's a there's several hotels right there close to it, um, and you can. It would be a great place to go take a, a youngster for just a. You want to get away with your your child for the weekend. It would be a very a very economical way because the hotels there are just not that expensive. Uh, and it's. I don't remember the exit. I tell you, it's 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 the Loretta Lynn Dude Ranch exit. That's okay. the exit. Okay. So it's just right across, right outside of Nashville a little ways. Yeah, it's not uh, that far out. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so it's, again, it's it's not uh, it's not next door. I, pr- I appreciate that. But this is a, such a cool facility. Flat, so you, it's easy to get around. Uh, I, th- I think it'd be awesome. And I think that uh, our refuges, WMAs, and I'll be honest, I think our state parks are underutilized by people. These places make really great getaways. 
go to a state park with your kids. Let them run around. Let them run off some energy. So I think this is an opportunity to take kids out, and especially on the squirrel hunt on February 15th. There you go. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Come the ducks hit the high baller. Shut up the dogs there. Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Baby Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up this Saturday morning. Hope you've had a good day. We have been technically challenged. Uh, new new viewer, listener from somewhere in New York. Western New York. Want to say good morning to uh, Tom Henshaw. So appreciate you checking us out from uh, Western New York. One of my Yankee brethren. So There you go. He fits right in. Got a shout out to my friends uh, at PFF, to uh, our boys from the Ohio Coalition. So there's, there's more of my uh, northern contingency. Well, good deal. Uh, and all my peeps up in New England. What are you, are you trying to take over the show? Turn it into a Yankee show? Yeah, why not? Yankee. Okay, fair enough. We're going to talk chowder. All right. What's coming up <laughs> in the schedule? On the schedule. You want me to do it? Let me do it. You, you're struggling today. Yeah, right. I am. I'll, I'll <laughs> Go ahead. Please do. Today and tomorrow, the 29th Annual Tennessee Sandhill Crane Festival at the Hawassi Refuge. Uh, Got to get up there, check out the cranes, but go to uh, the Birchwood Community Center. And today at 2 and tomorrow at 1... The what's the name of the group that have the birds? American Raptors. The American Raptors. It's a really cool show. You you want to go see it? They have some beautiful birds. Uh, on the first of February, the Bayside Baptist is going to have their wild game dinner at Bayside Baptist Church. Jeff Danker from Realtree Buck Ventures will be there. On the eighth of February, Silverdale will have their wild game dinner at Silverdale Baptist Church. Jimmy Houston will be the speaker and. I've I've met Jimmy numerous times. He is a hoot. You will not want to miss his his show. Uh, the fifteenth of February, out and about with trout at Lake Junior, Rob's favorite place. Nine a.m. Be there. Be square. You do not want to miss out and about with trout. And then on the fourteenth of March, DU's Green Wing Youth Event at Covey Creek Farms. Doors open early in the morning, somewhere between 10 and 11. We'll get you details for sure, but you don't want to miss this. What a great opportunity. No cost to you to get your kids outdoors and let them learn about what's going on. All of that happening in your area. That's how you do the calendar. That's how you do it. Watch and learn, kids. Watch and learn from a professional. (laughs) All right, man. It's been a fun show. It's been a challenging show. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for everybody that stuck with us. Uh, I don't know what the heck was going on from a technical perspective, but there were definitely problems. I think it was the rain. It, and it's not even rain yet, is it? Uh, well, it was raining on us when we came in, but I think it, I think it's the pre-rain that was messing up the Facebook. Man, it was it was a challenge, but it is what it is. Yeah. So 
thanks so much for everybody. It's been it's been a it's been a blast. It has. And look forward to seeing you guys next week. And maybe we will be just slightly more organized next week. Hopefully, maybe. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Take a take a boy or girl hunting or fishing. We'll see you next week. You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.